The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. I'm just finishing well, my cookie. Well, yeah. I mean, we can't start while we're eating, can we? Are you recording? People don't like this. Well, no, they want to hear, I'm just finishing my cookie. That's how we start our podcast. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, dun, 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 dun. How does it go? Like that, doesn't it? No, it goes like this. <sighs> sweet, sweet sound of Red Bull in the morning. Breakfast! Woo! How's your coffee, Duncan? I had too hot to drink, I, I, I fear. Well, welcome along to The Real Pod. This is your reality TV recap podcast, also a smattering of real life in New Zealand. My name is Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey. And we had Gossip Week last week, and so we all gossiped out. It's all serious this week. Yeah. It's just, it's when the facts change in the fold. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I, I have a laugh sometimes. You have a giggle? Don't know. Alone? <laughs> sorry. What was that noise? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know why we're roasting you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really bad morning. I got that monitor and it was the wrong size. Oh, so don't like crushed me. And I left my bag in the car. Well, I'm having a great week. <laughs> Thanks for asking, everybody. <laughs> is it is it because of Chopper? Like changed um, the way you look at the world? Chopper was a paradigm shift for me <laughs> on Friday night. I mean, I don't know if we want to get into the real news. Yeah, let's uh well hang on, can I do the housekeeping? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Need to sweep out the corners. Um, in particular, the RealPod corner. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash RealPod corner. What a fucking great place that is. I'm sorry for my language, but the corns are getting away from us a bit. They're meeting up on their own again. There's a whole, there's a group. Without our permission. Without our permission. There's a, someone posted, oh, a corn meet up in Wellington, and there's a bunch of people smiling, looking like they like each other. And I found out that they actually have their own, like, Wellington Corn Chat. They've got like a, a, wow. a, a little chat going on, a group chat uh, that we're not part of. And yeah, it just blows my mind still that like friendships have been formed out of this silly little podcast. Have we so had, what? Well, remember the goal silly. is the, the baby. The wedding. Well, yes. The wedding, then the first or, comes or the life, ba- then comes well, marriage, I mean, and then comes. It's modern times. You know, <laughs> no. Have the baby first. That's how it goes. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you that there are. This is post chopper for sure. <laughs> There are a couple of colonels who are friends out of this group. So, so the children, the little the little bubbas, have become friends and hang out and have playdates. Baby corn. What? Yeah, colonels, little baby corns. Wow. I know. Isn't that magic? You can be part of that if you join the real pod corner. Also, our Instagram page is back, baby. What, what did you not like that? <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's, it's a signature. It's a, no, it's a signature <laughs> of the, the site. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Instagram.com forward slash the spin off podcast network. 
Also, while I have you, last little bit of housekeeping. The Offspin is a cricket podcast recapping things that are and are not happening in Southampton. The the Brendan McCullum interview on Saturday after no play on day one was magnifique. Yeah, so uh, Alex Bray and Simon Day from the spin-off are doing a lot of late nights, early mornings, uh, so they can watch the cricket and then chat about it and it's actually quite a good listen even if you're not that into cricket which is weird <laughs> quite a good listen <laughs> <laughs> it's a great listen if you're in, it's a great listen if you're into cricket and it's fine if you're not <laughs> uh, anyway you can find that by searching the offspin on your favorite podcast provider now we can get into the real news i went to chopper on Friday night at Sky City Theatre. Chopper. You know, everyone knows Chopper. Yeah. Played by Heath Franklin, um, impersonating a dead gangster. Dead <laughs> gangster. You wrote a lovely profile of him. Oh, thank you. Um, couple of weeks back. Look that up. Um, but I went to the show on Friday. Big news is that I saw Kurt <laughs> from oh, yes. The Bachelorette. <laughs> the only person in a full sold-out Sky City Theatre session that I recognised. Was Kurt from The Bachelor? Was he wearing wor- was his warrior's garb? He was wearing a pleather jacket, <laughs> 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 and he had a woman friend. Oh, yeah, la la. Big news: re the Pav. Do you want to cover off the movements of the Pav in the last few days? Yeah, well, I mean, it hasn't moved for a long time, and now it has. Three <laughs> network exec. Yeah, yeah. John McDonald yeah. <laughs> came to pick up the Pav himself, and. Um, Dropped a, a goss bomb to one of our spin-off people that apparently the possum body is missing. Oh! <laughs> little poss bod. Little poss bod. So they shipped it for some reason. It was being shipped to the South Island. I don't know why all the costumes are just hither and hither, but the body's mis- got missing in the post. And... Who knows? This is going to be a future Hayden Donnell story, I feel it. <laughs> Just yeah. give, give it like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. So Hayden Donnell did a great piece on um, Little Ted from Play School's head, which went missing, got exploded off and went missing, was held ransom. Anyway, you should look at the spin-off great website. Go there every week. It's amazing. <laughs> he solved week. the mystery. I can't stress yeah. this enough. It was a very huge investigation for Hayden. You have to read it. Uh, what else? Ketamine won Drag Race. Go Kiwi! You probably listened to the final Drag Race Down Under the Covers podcast episode that was in this feed um, that went out this week featuring Ketamine. She came into the office during our meeting time, our all-staff meeting time. Stunning. It was great. Stunning. It just looked amazing. Uh, what a win. I, I just did not imagine a New Zealand queen would win, just not because of the quality, just because I was like... It never happens. It just doesn't. We you never win The system, the system doesn't allow <laughs> justice to prevail. <laughs> the contrast of Kida walking into the office, <laughs> resplendent. She was wearing the outfit that I yeah. think she won in, and she had this beautiful crown. Beautiful crown, just the, and then like the spin-off ghouls <laughs> in the middle of the editorial meeting, being like, oh. <laughs> was um, just a wonderful scene. But congratulations, Kida. It's those times when really value my workplace and my colleagues for making all this thing stuff happen because there's like that happening through the middle and then off in the corner there's a giant fucking pack lover <laughs> that's just been there for so long and no one really knows how to move. Uh, you know, it's 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 unconventional. Um, Cassie Roma from The Apprentice is going to be guesting in a special pop-up pod on Friday. She was extraordinary. She, I want to be her friend. Mm. I'm kind of... 
slyly DMing her every now and again just to keep that connection going. Yeah. Wow. Hey, what's up? There was so many. Is that up to? Hey, what's up? (laughs) Up to? No, I haven't got up to. She actually sent me a uh, an Instagram post, which I never showed you, which is bad because it was actually for you. Of a like a like a nineties bowling alley that she thought would work well in. Oh, I can't give it anything away. You've got to listen to the podcast on, on Friday and you'll see why the 90s bowling alley was... Oh, oh for a very interesting mm. upcoming business proposal <laughs> by a certain someone. Anything else to add for the news? Can I just read you a headline of a story I haven't read? Yes. <laughs> Ram, <laughs> Ram on the lamb after a ding-dong with walkers in New Plymouth. Wow. wow. That is all. magical. <laughs> we don't need to know the story, do we? No. Oh, how did you find that? I felt really let down by, Odd the, stuff, baby. by the regional news this week. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's get into Colin's Cranny. <laughs> Odd stuff. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. 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 Colin's Cranny. Uh, Colin has posted that he wants to go to a haunted house in Auckland, like a real haunted house. And I think Alex Casey should take out this lead and go with him. I'm frightened, very frightened of ghosts. He would look after you. He Do you think? After you. I, think I, I think he'd be the first to run. Oh. <laughs> he needs to protect himself, his face, his it's clothing. True. You know? I feel like his sort of tough leather jacket kind <laughs> of. True. And also, I think he'd be a ghost magnet. Like, no disrespect. <laughs> Well, they are ghosting you <laughs> straight to the crown. Um, so I, w- I think we should try and sort that out. C- Colin came in and did a pop-up pod last week for Gossip Week, and it was great, and he listened to it as he was on a road trip and said that him and his com- travel companion just laughed. Laughed the whole way. Wow. Yeah. Must have only been a 25-minute road trip. Anyway. <laughs> uh, community Notice Board, I've got a cracker for you. It's the community Okay, this is from the Mount Monganoi Notice Board. This is hot off the press today. Coffin for sale due to wrong diagnosis. <gasps> no. No way. Six feet long, three feet wide, leather cushion inside, making it more comfortable, along with a polished finish. Very important to be comfy when you're not dead. <laughs> Has this made the papers yet? Uh, I'm not sure. Do we need to... Cleo from Staff, are you listening? (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, this is a ripper. Isn't it good, though? I mean, I think... I'm like... If it's got a leather interior for comfort, may as well keep it until such time as you need it. Watch in it. You know, we're in the leather. What? What are you thinking, (laughs) Duncan? You're doing a lot of faces today. I am sorry for all the faces. I, I, I couldn't. I, I would find having my my distant my final destination just hanging around me all the time. Couldn't do it. I mean, I just think if you've gone for a leather finish, you Can know. Can I it, see it? Does yeah. It, well, um, it's got a big cross on it. Um, oh. It looks like a lovely. I didn't say what it is. But maybe, maybe a, a walnut, uh, mahogany. Um, did you guys know about? I found out what Saved by the Bell means. Did you know what it means? Oh my God, is it something to do with death? About how in the old days they'd have a bell on a string that would go down to the coffins in case someone got buried alive. <gasps> and you ring, you pull the string to ring the bell and you are saved by the bell. That is surely not true. I someone thought, told it to I me. Thought, I mean, I thought it meant like you had to 
do an answer in class and then it's all right because I'm saved by the bell. The bell's gone the end of the day. Yeah, it's it's all finished now. Alexa's googling to do some checking. I reckon it could be right. And I searched shaved by the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Look, they're rich I'm panicking. But look, someone definitely told me that and I think it's good enough to pass on, true or not. Okay, let's get into reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> she just I like how much coffin talk we have on this podcast. <laughs> it's becoming, coffins are the new poos. so horrible. I feel like we're going to go to the BSA for that. Oh, do you know what? The BSA, the BSA just started following me on uh, Twitter, so they got their eye on me. You're <laughs> doomed. I'm doomed. You just only do bad things. Oh, I'm sorry. You did a swear before on I a did, family I show? I did like two swears. Did you did. say that thing about coffins and oh. pose? <laughs> Lest we forget. the new pose. In context of the... The podcast, not life, obviously, or death. Okay, reality check. Should we do the block first or Apprentice? I think we should do the block. Because you've watched it. I've not watched it. But I'm going to start watching The Room Reveals because I know one of the chaps. Do you? On the block, yeah. Who do you know? Artie. The outrageously handsome one. He is outrageously handsome. Oh. And Tina's eyebrows are, are going. She's lovely. Gay. He's so lovely. If she wants his number. In real life. Alex, do we have to put you in a coffin? Do we have to put you in the crypt for this? Give me a bell. It's a it's an apocryphal tale. <laughs> what does oh, that mean? Oh, that's not true. Not true. It's, oh. it's from boxing. But anyway, wasn't it fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't boxing. it fun to think about? <laughs> it was a good time. She's actually, she's crossed her arms. This um, is me ready to go in. And the champagne lady sleeping style, ready to go into her coffin like a vampire. So I'm the only one talking? Is that what's happening here? No, Alex will talk. I think it's fine. She can't resist. So the block is back after quite a hiatus. Yeah. Uh, interrupted by COVID, but now it's on our screens. Looking to be a really great year, I have to say. I've had that nice break and I'm into it. Four teams who seem like they're pretty solid design-wise. Is this boring? It's not funny, is it? <laughs> oh, no. You've got the boring No, you've totally got the boring said anything. <laughs> you literally just started as well. I know. Oh, it's the worst. I'm for myself. we got uh, Megan Dan, who uh, from, like, construction background. You've got... I Arty. love Dan. Uh, Sorry, I, I'm out. <laughs> I also love Dan. I love his little ponytail thing. Like his little, his little top knot. Tim and Artie, they're uh, a former building apprentice and a musician. Uh, Dylan and Keegan, who are my faves, brothers. One of them's from like the West Coast and one of them's like big city banking guy in Auckland. And Jana and Rach, a couple of mates from Papamoa, I think. Key things to note, Subway's the snack this year. Was it yeah. last time? I can't remember. It's been Peter Pitt, McDonald's, well being. We were running through these the yeah. other day. I love how just like proudly budget the, the food is on, on the block. But it's it was ma- perfect. It's, you've got to get it on so the go. Perfect. It's like yeah. wrapped up in a little, you know. A, it'll keep. Well. You know, better than like Macca's. Yeah, It does true. keep. When, Tina and I, actually, Tina, you can speak to this. We had Subway yesterday. Had Subway yesterday. Got a delicious footlong chicken teriyaki for myself and... Alex wanted the veg delight. Yeah. Good Was for that you. Got the patty? <laughs> no patty. No, no patty. patty. No. <laughs> like, 
Exactly. What Ruth. the fell? Just like salad to wall salad. salad. It's salad? yum. It's Did yum. Did you get olives and jalapenos? I get everything. Yeah, I get the whole everything. Every yeah. The work. Every, every I mean, the dull works. A biggie. <laughs> <laughs> of salad. We both um, let the sandwiches sit. I would say for. Two hours. Too long. Whoa. On our desk. And they were gorgeous. If Maybe better. I mean, Tina's been experience. vomiting all morning. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> She's been to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? We were in Point Shed. <laughs> oh, my ass. Point Shed. so funny. And the cookies. Don't 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 forget about the cookies. Oh my god, we are so off pace right now. <laughs> Can we bring it back? They were actually sort of subway level cookies, I think. I made some delicious cookies mm. and we ate them. That's the story there. Okay, <laughs> we're in Point Chev for massive fuck off houses. Sorry for my language. Basically, they did guest rooms. They were very fancy. We got three new judges. We've got Anne Louise, who I love. I love Anne Louise. Anne Louise is so good. She's extremely well qualified to be there. A because she's good on the telly, and B she's. <laughs> She was playing with um, like fabric samples, and Chris, who something something interior design something, and Lauren, who's a real estate agent, and in my opinion, shouldn't be there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. mum, mum, why? I just think she's out of her depth. So, I'm so curious about this. This is like quite a strong verdict from you. Okay, so we'll just get into the judging of the rooms. So Dan and Meg did this quite amazing. My favorite of the week. Huge. What do you call it? When it goes up to a top, tippy-top triangle thing. Steeple. Huge steeple. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, I don't know, roof apexy type ceiling. Ceiling. And they did it like floor to ceiling in this amazing nature wallpaper, feature walls, and it was just really nice. And... Uh, the judges, Anne Louise loved it. She loved the light switches. Didn't like the the black top lights. Um, but aside from that, it was it was gorgeous. They got eight, eight, and nine point five. Lovely. That was the the winning score. Tim and Artie had some masculine earthy tones in their room. Their feedback was the colours went right. It was too dark. They had conflicting timber tones. It lacked cohesion. I still think it would have won. In like the one that they did in Mount Roskill, Sandringham. Oh, with um, was the that with Damo? Villa Wars. Is that the graffiti? And yeah. The, yeah the and the, like the black splashback. Splash yeah. yeah. It would have kicked everyone's ass. And remember the first week there, they like building bunks into the walls and stuff? Oh, my God. Those boys. Do you think that um, people are better because of Instagram? Yes. And like aesthetics. Yes. People are better designers. Pinterest? Across the board. I also think they've done, like, they're, they're taking a more deliberate approach with who they're casting as people who actually have some kind of experience in these areas. There's only one team that doesn't have someone who works in building or construction. And there's a few, like, designers, there's a real estate agent. They're just people who kind of know what they're doing. There's probably, like, an incentive now that there's been people go through the block and then get careers out the other side. And it's, you know, it's less of a sort of, I want to just be a sort of an influencer, don't really care about what, to this is actually a good sort of boost to my career within this industry kind of thing. And I think for casting, it's just like quite good to get people who are going to do a nice job so they can sell their houses for a good price. And well. they're probably going to make shite loads this time. They right? will, yeah. Point Chev, I mean. Well, also, because they would have bought these properties in like 2018. Yeah, they've already so made money on them. They're like up 50%. Like, I mean, it'll be depend where they set the reserve. But man, so who who makes the bank out of this? Is it Warners? I don't know. Or is it three? I'm just so curious about the, the economics of it. Oh, um, my God. Because, 
like especially because it's within the um, there's now the bright line test. Sorry, this is totally becoming when the facts change. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's real interesting. Okay. It's definitely more profitable than the media. It's like this one show. Oh, okay. And then now we folded in the fold. That's great. All right, here we go. So Tim and Adi uh, didn't impress Anne Louise. She gave them a three, which oh, is brutal. She said the room felt sad. I mean, you can't give you can't give a room more than three if it feels sad. Um, but she liked the wardrobe. Bad paintwork, bad colours. Six point five and five from the other judges. Dylan and Keegan. This is where Lauren. The real estate agent judge comes undone for me. She walked into the room and she's like, oh, I'm speechless, I think. And then she says, I'm glad we're getting this out in the first week, big brave choices, you know, so we can give some guidance on not overdoing the brave. We need to appeal to a wide market. And then Anne Louise is just like, I love it. It's got guts, it's got style, it's amazing, it's terracotta, it's not orange, get out of here. She didn't say get out of here. But basically, Anne Louise was just like, no, no, you're wrong. Wow. (laughs) So there's going to be some tension Oh no, there wasn't. It wasn't aggro. I just think Lauren like came across like she she was trying to have an opinion, and then the actual designers were like, uh, "No, it's actually really good." Have we so historically had real estate agents as judges? Uh, I don't think so. Because it's quite like like a, a a real estate agent wants to go as broad as possible, get as many buyers in the market, yeah. and um, play them off against one another. Whereas like you know which. Is a thing, but it feels like it's at cross purposes to like designers and who want a kind of a singular coherent statement type thing. Lauren reckoned it was a great designer room, but difficult to market. And I just, I disagree, Lauren. I'm not even going to listen to anything you say. <laughs> Dylan spent a lot of time matching the orange to the orange in the cushion. Yeah. Does that stay, the cushion? Yes, they keep everything. Everything stays. Yes. The buyer gets all the chattels. Yes. Huge uh, chattels. Because that cushion was good. You know what Joe was watching? And he was like, I nearly bought that cushion the other day. Oh. Down a good thing in Mount Albert. So, so you'll be applying next to me. Be that's going to be my to local. buy that house. That's <laughs> what I'll be to doing next. Cushion. To get the cushion. To get the free <laughs> <No> cushion. <laughs> I can't believe you've got to season nine of the block and didn't realise that all the shit that they put in the rooms comes with the house. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't. <laughs> and we've done block tours. I know, yeah. I just thought of it all, but it's kind of like, oh, you'd just chuck most of it out, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, as the buyer, it's not me. You to do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Keep the cush, though. Uh, Jana and Rach. Jana is a domestic engineer, right? Oh. That's her oh, I see. Stay at home mother, because mm. what they're saying there. And Rach is in real estate. I quite like their room, it's quite luxe. Uh, it had like brass in the walls and stuff. Um, Anne called out the cheap curtains. Lauren loved the curtains. I'm with Anne, unsurprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to really build wow. up into a thing, I'm and then an, there'll need to be, be some kind of truth and reconciliation. I'm an Anne stan. Between. I'm an Anne stan. Anyway, uh, they got 7.5, 8.5, 8.5. They, they overcomplicate these things. Basically, Dan and Meg won overall, so they won some money, but then house whatever that the other two were in won. Oh. Anyway, look, in the end, Jana and Rach got to choose the house. That they want to have. And they chose house one, highly coveted, very big. Everyone's worried that they're going to just completely lose the plot because Rachel had a big breakdown just after that first week. It's just me talking. Can't wait to see what happens next. (laughs) (laughs) That was great, Jane. Thank you. Okay, before we get into The Apprentice, we need to take a break. We'll be stretching and we'll be back soon. 
Kia ora, Justin Giovanetti here, and I'm the political editor at The Spinoff. This podcast, like so much of the work we do at The Spinoff, is made possible by the support of our members. To find out more about The Spinoff members and how you can help us keep producing quality, independent journalism, visit members.thespinoff.co.nz and do it today. Too hard out with the stretching. Yeah. It wasn't the stretching, it was the jumping jacks at the end. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Auckland domain where we are standing to Sweating. find out what we're doing on The Apprentice Aotearoa for week seven. Before okay. we talk about the challenge, can we talk about, I know you've brought it up, it's the first time I've seen it properly, Michael's tattoo. Hold back. <laughs> that is, ouch. Hold me back. And he is large man. Yeah, a lot yeah. of him. How much did that cost? That's a good Hundreds question. of dollars. What's the cost price? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> that is a crazy amount of work. He's got like this huge solid panel over his ginormous peck mm-hmm. and halfway down one of his arms, basically. Uh, it, it's just pure black. It's pure black. Ow. I'm just ow. Michael is really good and might win. Yeah, That's I, my yeah. Take after, this, this after this week, he absolutely killed this week. And he was really positive about his team as well. Yeah, like, such a lovely good, leader. Yeah, what a lovely leader. Lovely beard. Huge swing around given that on <laughs> episode one, he just seemed like an all-time drongo. <laughs> you say lovely beard, but I actually think he's let it go a little bit. I think he's not staying on top. He's getting a bit sort of wiry around the edges. Well, after he used um, everyone's favourite product, Zolilla, <laughs> no. on the beard, <laughs> I believe it looked a lot more lustrous. <laughs> We're going green this week. Heading off to the Green Expo where our teams are going to use their selling prowess to make, make some sales and make some coin. So they had to choose which products they wanted to sell. And I would like to talk about the rocket board. What is it? How is it? Where is it? <laughs> Why is it? Why is it this curved semicircle made of wood that you stand on? Do you want to hear something that's going to blow your mind? Yes. I got one. What? What the what? hell? You've got one. So you watched on the TV program and now you have one? No. You bought one out of your own money. It's not a rocket board. It's not the same brand. It's called a Kinderboard. It's a kid, like it's marketed to, to kids. Does it keep them in shape? Well, is, no, it, is it like a fidget spinner? What, are, what is going on with it? It's a play thing. They like my kids uh, when they were a little bit younger. Like they'd put it on the couch and use it as a slide. They rock on it. You can turn it over and they'll stand up, make a little bridge. They build little towns around it with the Duplo and stuff. It's like the multi-purpose wow. board. I don't think they did a great job of selling it. To be yeah, honest with you, I, I, I yeah, think well, it was mostly about you... the elastics. And yeah, the... and I think they're trying to be too clever. They're like, oh, you can use it. To... No one's going to fucking exercise on it, are they? If you get Soothed by repetitive motion, it's quite a nice thing to just have a little sit and rock on. Tina's got something to say. I got something to say. It's for your balance. It helps kids learn how to balance properly. Yeah, as well as being a fun plaything. It's multi-purpose. What it is is a giant gimmick, but one that I bought into. Mm. Mm. Great. But it's organic. It's sustainable. (laughs) It's three hundred dollars or something. Yeah, six hundred. I just loved this episode. Uh, I, I it felt very real. Like, mm-hmm. like, like uh, of everything they've done, like they, they, those were real commissions that they were negotiating, and just watching them get um, who, who, what was the the the, the compost? Oh bin. my god, just, <laughs> just compost bin, unsaleable item that if they manage to sell, they get a tiny, <laughs> a 
the tuppence. <laughs> just a really, and that the guy, the guy selling, just everything about that interaction, just them realizing we're just we just have to take whatever he's going to give us because we've sort of botched this. Love it. Love so, it. so Team Mana, they managed to get the Zorilla man stuff and the rocket boards. They got commission rates of thirty nine percent and forty two percent, which is decent. The rocket boards got a, like quite a high price point. Uh, Team Tahi negotiated thirty percent up to five k or some some, some mm. convoluted or thirty percent beyond five k for the Aripa. Lovely blackcurrant juice. Love that stuff. We were going to get some, but. Alex had a worry. I revealed a certain toilet detail of yours. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is my I thought you said that it made you. I, I think I was worried it was going to. Oh, but it maybe didn't. It's hard to say what did and didn't cause <laughs> things <laughs> on any given day. Let's do some A-B testing. But did it make your brain feel sharp? Yes. Yeah? Can't you tell? I, well, does it, you just have one and you're done. Months ago. <laughs> it's just forever. I'm still highly concentrated. I don't know. It's just as a non-drinker, it's nice to have an option that's not just fizzy water. Mm. So you're smashing back into a rapper like a party. Yeah. Just taking a six-pack. Just doing some stoke. And that's Real really going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the compost bins, uh, the, so back to the, back, back to the show. The compost bins, <laughs> Tim Tahi negotiated a commission of 12.5% of fuck all, really. Well, so it was like a, a $1,200 item. It's very hard to shift heaps of units of that. At yeah. a sort of a thing where people are basically there to get a bit of tat, mm. a bit of like green tat. Yeah, I mean, they'll buy, they'll buy a lovely blackcurrant <laughs> juice. Tat. You might be able to talk them into some, some but, beard smoothing cream. I mean, it's, if selling any of those funny boards is an absolute miracle, so they earned their money there. Yeah, they definitely did. But the, the compost bins, holy... And what, like, what, it was just a... It's a wooden box. Giant. Wooden box. Yeah. And you could do something, take yeah, then some slats out. Then you can take slats, like you can grow the compost bin to the size that you need. It's How amazing. do you get it home? I'm anxious. Everything about, about it. it. They've got to be delivered. There's no way. There's not, even with the rocket board, I realised when one of the guys bought the rocket board, I think he got caught up in the, I want to buy the thing and be on the telly. <laughs> and then he's holding it and going, fuck, I have to walk around with this and thing now. I've got a rocket board <laughs> for forever. <laughs> <laughs> just put that in my coffin. Get that one from the mouth. Tell you what, though, perhaps you could the compost bin could double as a coffin, couldn't it? Yeah, you fit multiple people. Multiple people. Maybe that's, that's the marker. Sharp. That's the marker. Is, that's, uh, anyway, yeah. human pyramid. Um, <laughs> Sorry, don't know. I don't know what else there really. I don't know what else there is to say except for that Michael was a selling machine. And yeah. Gabe. And Gabe. Yes, and yeah. Gabe. Flirting with everybody. I love Gabe just running around telling everyone, you are our target market. You are our target market. <laughs> it's it's, such, a, it's yeah. just such a weird sales approach. I like, thought they were going to tell him off for doing that. Because isn't it kind of like showing you're working a bit and being too, like making someone feel like a... Yeah, yeah like a number. Yeah. yeah. But then Cassie was like, bravo. <laughs> like well, it worked, man. It. It's whatever, whatever sells in 2021, you know. Yeah. Who was it selling? Oh, Megan. I know her name now. Megan and Tony were selling the compost bins. They sold two, I think. Well, the one they sold at the very last minute was incredibly clutch, but that just got <laughs> yeah. them from like $100 to $200. Yeah, I mean, I, I, two, two is two more than I expected them to sell. Just a tough old item. That's the kind of thing I think if you've got at an expo, and I'm not, not a businesswoman, but if I'm at an expo with my compost bins that are such a high price, I'm more about just like brand awareness. Just letting people know, giving yeah. them the brochure. Mm. Give us a call Top if you've of got the any funnel. questions. It's top of the funnel. You're not expecting people to kind of like tuck a 
ginormous compost bin under their arm and <laughs> wander off to get some blackcurrant juice. It was a dumb one to choose. Should have gone for the um, the bug chips. That's what I would have chosen. Yeah. The cricket corn chips. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That's classic because everyone will be like, oh, what? you know, people love the craziness. Give out free samples. Yeah, but you know what happens when you give Salsa. out a free sample of a cricket chip? Someone eats it and goes, oh, I had a cricket chip. That's all I wanted to do. Mm. I don't know if, I don't know how good. I, but that said, I haven't tasted a cricket chip. If it's delicious, We had those cricket um, wraps from Nando's, remember? We also just had like actual crickets, like just dry bugs in the office kitchen for a while, eh, Tina? Yep. Sure did. They were bacon flavour. What? Pig flavoured crickets? And the legs were still on. Honestly, not, not a good time. It was a whole insect. Oh, my God. You know, there was I no... I love it. They didn't gussy it up. <laughs> uh, what happens when we don't have enough crickets anymore? Then where do we go? I think it's heaps. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's what they said about the cows when we first had... The, when did they? I don't know. <laughs> and the sheep. Oh, there's got, like, there's heaps. Oh, there's, oh, suddenly there's not anymore and we have to go straight from... <laughs> From giant Is the problem that there's not enough cows? I don't um, think that's the <laughs> problem we're facing. I need to do some research. That's just real good science corner. That's what they said about cows. Sure. Okay, well, well that's there's what they hates. said about panda bears. I don't know. Whales. I don't know. Something that's on its way out. Okay. Should we get to the money? Yeah. Team Tahi's commission was 928 bucks. Team Mana's commission was $1,474. Whopper. And they won a private session at Holy Moly. So good. Do you need to talk about, about the circus place? Oh, yeah. I went to Archie Bros. Inspired, directly inspired by The Apprentice. Holy. It was such a crazy place. It was so loud and so thronged. <laughs> Had a freak shake. Mm-hmm. I also like. I was trying. I downloaded a seismometer because I was con- convinced there were sort of two to three Richter scale earthquakes going constantly from the bowling and just the throngs of people, but it, it wouldn't register them. But it was definitely over ninety decibels. It was like a really chaotic place. I felt incredibly drained afterwards, but I love it and I definitely go back. And I'm hoping that there's some sort of a. Like, I feel like if you went during school hours early in the week. You'd sort of have it a bit to yourself, and it would would be great. You messaged us on the weekend to say, "Look, I'm at this place," and Alex and I <laughs> actually planned to go there um, ourselves on Saturday night. We were we're going to invite you. No, you weren't. It's you, you were, were just already snapped. there. You <laughs> were already That's there. That's not how invites work. <laughs> like, wait, wait for us. We'll be That's there fine. in five hours. I get hours. it. I get it. Okay. Get anyway, it. we're going to um, and, and then in true real pods down. We just we just plans fell through. Okay, should we? Get back to the TV show. Yeah. Stephen takes Megan and Tony to the boardroom. These are the compost sellers, the compost bin sellers. He thinks Megan needs to go. Megan thinks Tony needs to go. Tony thinks Megan needs to go. Megan goes. Megan definitely needed to go. It was her time to step up. I did like her line, I'm a workhorse, I'm not a show pony. That is a good line. It was a good line. Mm. Except for it's no not true. So you're a workhorse, <laughs> but I loved it. <laughs> I don't even think you're in the stable. <laughs> Um, it was also, I have to point out, she was on who was really keen when they were at the domain looking at the compost bin, like right from the get-go. She was really keen about those bloody compost bins. Right. So, so it wasn't weird. just that they were left, like that was their only option. Mm. That was something she was actually gunning for at the beginning. Tony went so, as well. Tony went. A double limb. He must have had to do 60 points <laughs> yeah. to get that Hey, we right. get the lowdown on the points, by the way, on Friday's pop-up Huge. bubble with Cassie. There's actually a few. She, she took us behind the scenes on a few things. And we pitched a brilliant business idea or three to her. 
Anyway, favourite bit, Stephen comes back. It's just Stephen. He hasn't got Megan. He hasn't got Tony. Everyone's like, whoa. And Erna, the numbers lady, goes, oh, how many of us are there now? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's only six. And I was just like, I can tell just by looking these six of you. I don't need to count around the room. You're we the numbers lady. We should call Jane the numbers lady yeah. from now on. <laughs> And here endeth the podcast. <laughs> a good one, I think. <laughs> I, think we can all, I think we can all hold oh, our heads high after that. I think maybe like a 15 minute on mic debrief where we discuss <laughs> what we have learned. That <laughs> feels like the next frontier for this stupid, stupid podcast. Wow. <laughs> hey, if you like the podcast, spread the word. <laughs> maybe tell them to skip not, this one. Not this one. Not yeah. this one. Don't tell them about oh, no, this the one. And yeah, like, subscribe, all those things. Thank you, Tina. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much for suffering Tina. through this. Thank yeah. you, Alex. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. And thanks, Corn Cobs. You're the best. See you next week. See you Friday. Is it mad that the world burning is not in our like top three concerns? You thought bad news was done, but I'm back with more. And Alice Sneddon's Bad News Saves the World. I finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares. Watch it on thespinoff.co.nz. I can see the anxiety (laughs) starting to emit from you. Kia ora e te iwi. Kia Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.